Hi, I'm Nicole Matheson, and today I have for you my post called Stop the Anger, Three Ways to Find More Love in Your Relationship Now. Several years ago, I was stuck in a dark place in my marriage. The darkness seeped out as anger. I would storm and bang about the house in a passive aggressive fury without saying anything to my husband. It would seep out in my avoidance of intimacy. My libido was practically non-existent at the time. And it seeped out in my energetic output, as in he could feel my anger and would respond by being more cautious and standoffish as a result of it. And this just made me angrier and around we would go. As a result, our marriage was starting to feel more unsafe and less loving for both of us. It's funny, isn't it? Because often when we're in a dark relationship place, such as the one I've described above, we think we need our partners to change. We think, if I could just feel more love from him first, or if he could just behave in a different way, then everything would be better. But in my experience, waiting for him to change or trying to change him doesn't work. It didn't work for me. And it actually feels very disempowering waiting for someone else to change, waiting for someone else to do anything before you can feel better. So the question really is, what does work? What can you do? So here I have three things that you can start to do right now to feel more love in your relationship. Okay, the first is repair. So first of all, we have to stop thinking that disagreements are mistakes or that there's something wrong with the relationship when we disagree, when we fight, when we have different opinions. Rather, instead of focusing on trying to avoid problems or conflicts, because in partnership that's impossible to do, we need to focus on getting really good at repair. In this context, what I mean by repair is taking the steps to make up after a fight or disagreement. So it's the act of apology, explanation, debriefing, revisiting, exploration, and sharing your deeper values in order to allow you to make sense of your conflict and to grow, to get closer, to connect together. As a result of repair, there is more love, more connection, more clarity, less fear in your relationship. Everyone needs this relationship skill, but most of us have never been taught it and we've never learned it. So, so it's a really good point of focus for you to have if you feel like your relationship could do with some more love. I talk about more repair in my post, don't stop arguing, learn this one skill. So what you can do right now is make the effort to repair something that you feel has been left unfinished. So you know your relationship best 
and what will work for you and what way you can approach this. There's no one way to approach it. Just the mere fact that you are revisiting it and taking the time and the effort and the courageous step is an act of love. It shows that you care. You could try the words, Hey, I was wondering if you would be open to chatting about what happened between us the other day. I'm not proud of the way I responded. Dot, dot, dot. That's a good start. Okay, the second thing we can do to bring more love into our relationship is self-empowerment. So in couples, there is often a mostly subtle tussle for power. A tussle for who gets to be right. Who gets to decide on things. Who has more power over the different realms of love, sex, money, children, home, whatever. Power struggles can create a lot of conflict. But now it's time to shift the way you feel about and look at power in your relationship. Your power in your relationship is not about your partner and what he or she does or doesn't do. Your power comes from having a strong sense of self, a sense of who you are, what you value, what you need, and what you will and won't put up with. In other words, power in your relationships comes from self-empowerment. And self-empowerment is all about boundaries, your yes and your no. So boundaries are your limits, what is and what is not okay for you. They are your way of looking after yourself within the relationship space. So you don't feel like you have good boundaries? No sweat. Boundaries are not set in stone. Boundaries change as your relationship grows. They need to be constantly evolved and tweaked as you learn and become more informed and equipped to nourish each other. <laughs> in other words, you can start on your boundaries now, today. When you are boundaried and self-empowered, this minimizes the power struggle and creates more space for love in your relationship. And what you can do right now, well, you can see if something doesn't feel right in your relationship. And this can be a sign that there's a need for a boundary. So you could take some time, work out what is not working for you, and create a boundary that feels appropriate. I would start small and work up to the big ones. And the third thing you can do to bring more love into your relationship is share yourself. The most valuable resource in your relationship is your connection with your partner. When your relationship started, it was founded on it being a connection that felt good. It worked for you both and you wanted to continue to nourish it and keep it alive, right? That's what turned it into a relationship, which is what you still want. Am I right? Connections can be anything, you know, connections can be business-like, they can be brief interactions, or they can be physical by nature, but in a loving, intimate relationship, connection is preferably heart to heart. It's not about the words, it's about what's beyond, it's about the energetics, it's about the connection with your souls and your hearts. This is what intimacy is, but to be heart to heart, 
means that there is a sharing of your inner world, of your feelings, your fears, and your truths. Often, sharing heart-to-heart happens more regularly and more easily in the initial stages of romantic love. But then, after many years together, it can become very business-like. You know, it's common for couples to stop sharing and to become more focused on the logistics. You know, who's going to pick up the kids? Who's cooking dinner? Who's paying the bills? Um, What time are you getting home? What are your plans this weekend? You know, and despite the time pressures, there's also a deeper reason why we don't share. And that reason is shame. And I feel that shame often become often comes from the beliefs and presumptions we hold about marriage. What we believe it means to be married and how we should behave when married. And, and when I say married, I mean in a relationship, any relationship that is committed. You know, we often shame ourselves into believing in inverted commas, I shouldn't be thinking or feeling this way. This is not what a good wife or good partner thinks, feels or needs. When you feel ashamed of your thoughts, your feelings and needs, it can be very scary to share. In fact, when we're ashamed, what we often do is we bury and we hide. You know, sharing is very vulnerable. In my marriage, shame kept me isolated for far too long. When I finally took the brave step of sharing myself from that dark place, it was super scary. And it was all because of the pressure I had put on myself and what I believed marriage needed to look like. But when I shared, everything changed. It was like a huge relief. It was a relief for me to share and to be heard. And it was a relief for my husband to hear because he had presumed the worst. Me not sharing with him was actually doing us both a disservice. So what you can do right now, start small. Explore where you might be shaming yourself, your feelings, your thoughts, your needs. And then gently find a hidden part of you that you feel comfortable in allowing your partner to see and feel and start there. You know, start small and see what happens. Next steps, look at the list above and choose one area that feels like a priority to focus on, to heal, to take your responsibility for. You know, and see how you go. If you need one-on-one help, I am here for you. Another thing you could do is sign up for my three steps to stop being a bitch because this is the start of being more loving. You can read or listen to the previous posts in the series. Like, for example, why do I get so angry at my husband? And for a deeper dive, you can join my online workshop, How to Stop Being a Bitch to the One You Love, where I go really deep into how we are bitches, why we are bitches, and how to stop. See you later. Bye.